0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another Baseball America podcast. I'm Kyle Glazer. We've got another great show for you today as part of our scout series. We're bringing on Jim Reeves of the New York Mets. Jim has been the Mets Pacific Northwest area scout for many, many years. He's been with the Mets organization as a scout 33 years in total a long storied career as a scout. He was a signing scout for Brandon Nimmo. He was a signing scout for Michael Conforto. And we're bringing him on today because he's the signing scout for David Peterson. Peterson made his debut with the Mets this year, is off to a really nice start as part of their rotation. It was a first-round pick in 2017, and there's a lot of history there with him, and we're happy Jim is able to join us to discuss some of that. Before we hear from Jim though, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Guys, a lot of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, how we style it before going out, how it looks and feels after a fresh cut. That's why when those late 20s, early 30s start to hit and those first signs of hair loss start showing up, it's pretty upsetting. Let's face it, none of us ever really wanna go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Keeps makes it super easy, just a quick doctor's visit online, Get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They deliver your medication every three months so you don't have to worry about pharmacy checkout lines waiting for an appointment at a doctor's office. Give it a try and find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. More than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Treatment starts at $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free with a great promo offer here at Baseball America. It's a great deal. You don't want to miss out on it. If you're ready to put a stop to your hair loss, Go to keeps.com slash Baseball America. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Baseball America to receive your first month of treatment free. Once again, that's keeps.com slash Baseball America. Give it a try. You won't be sorry. And let's put a stop to that hair loss. And we're pleased now to be joined by Jim Reeves. He signed a number of standouts. His latest is David Peterson, who has risen to the Mets rotation and is off to a nice start here in his pro career. Jim, You scouted David out at the University of Oregon when he was one of the uh, country's best strikeout artists uh, his junior season. What was it about David that stood out to you, uh, and when did you kind of decide, yeah, this is a guy I want to put my name on and and put a first-round grade on?
1: Well, um, you know, I guess it all began when when he he came on campus there as a freshman. Um, It was hard not to notice him because he was so large. I mean, he was just a a 6'6", 6'7". guy and with just big, broad shoulders, and I mean, he just had a great frame, so that was the, you know, that was the first box that was checked, and then, uh, of course, being left-handed, uh, I wanted to make sure I, I saw this guy as much as I could, um, but I think by the time he was a junior uh, and came out in the fall of uh, his junior year, and you, you could just see things kind of coming into place. Um, As a freshman and sophomore, he was in the starting rotation, uh, which doesn't happen a lot, especially in the Pac-12. But you could just see with every outing, he was learning something, he was improving on something. Uh, His velocity increased just a little bit each time out. And those are the signs that you look for. Is this kid getting better? Uh, But by the time he was a junior, you know, you knew about his stuff. You knew that he could spin a breaking ball. You knew that the fastball was in the low 90s. Uh, You knew that he was, uh, the fastball was uh, gaining life in the strike zone and at the bottom of the zone. But I think the big thing for me was just his focus and the way he went after and did his business out on the mound. You know, a lot of kids get intimidated, obviously, especially at that level, uh, as a freshman. And I never saw that from David. You know, he was he was a very competitive kid. Uh, you could see him uh, uh, react uh, maybe to a walk or a, a bad pitch that he had made. But then he would just fo- You could see him get back into a focus. Uh, and of course, you know, the credit really goes with his coaches down there at Oregon at that time uh, uh, George Horton and his staff uh, great coaches down there uh, but uh, you know that was the big thing with, for me was just watching his progress mentally and his composure on the mound uh, you know of course it's a, it's a work in progress but uh, that's, that's what got him through his junior year by his junior year he was ready You know, those are the kids that, uh, uh, you know, we're really, really looking for. There's a lot of guys that uh, get to that junior year and they're still not ready, and you can see that. Uh, But with David, um, you know, he was uh, a special case, and and he just stepped it up. And, you know, I think I was there at that one game where he struck out 20 and uh, another game maybe where he struck out at 12 or 13, which was also very impressive. Um, but, you know, as a scout, that's what you're looking for. Can they repeat these uh, uh, good outings? These, uh, and then can they bounce back from uh, a bad outing or a bad inning? And, and David always showed that he could do that. So that's, that's really what sold me on him at the end.
0: Yeah, you look at the track record, I mean, it's as good as you could ask for. He was drafted out of high school, set the program record for strikeouts by a freshman his first year on campus, sophomore year again, had some really, really good performances. And then his junior year, as you mentioned, he set uh, Oregon's single-season strikeout record, consensus All-American. He had pitched for Team USA the summer before. Everything looked great on paper, and we see sometimes guys that check all the boxes on paper um, but then they get into pro ball and something doesn't click, whether it's, you know, mental, whether it's physical. Um, anytime you're investing, you know, a, a first-round pick and the money that it takes to sign a first-round pick, you have to have a lot of confidence that, you know, it's not just on paper that this is going to play at the next level. What was it you saw that made you feel that, yes, this is going to work?
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's always uh, a thing that is a big concern. Um, you know, we... Obviously, we try to get to the, know these players as much as we can. Uh, I didn't know David as well as maybe a, a Conforto, uh, for instance, or some of these other players that grew up in the Northwest so that I watched play when they were sophomores or juniors in high school. You know, coming out of Denver, uh, I really didn't know anything about David. Uh, but as I got to know him a little bit at Oregon and interviewed him and talked to him and Talked to him about his goals. You know, I was convinced that this kid really uh, felt that he was going to be a starter in the big leagues. Um, of course, you never know. I mean, it's a it's a long road, and especially it's a it's an entirely different thing when they get into the minor league system versus college baseball. But uh, I really believe that this kid felt that he you know that he was going to be a pitcher in the big leagues, and that's they've got to have that. Um, those guys in the big leagues have to have talent obviously but they also have to have the makeup uh the composure uh and the confidence like i said to, to be able to maintain that and and that's what i saw his junior year and speaking with the coaches as well down there um you know all the reports were very positive and uh you know, that all goes into it, but you never know. I mean, <laughs> um, trust me, I've had some guys that, that, that I felt the same way about that, that didn't succeed, but that's just a part of the game. That's a, the scouting end of it that's uh, nerve-wracking.
0: No doubt, but obviously his performances helped calm those nerves a little bit. 17 strikeouts with no walks against Mississippi State. Had a 20 strikeout game against my alma mater, Arizona State. I remember when that happened, just being like, man, that's really something. What is the process for drafting a first-rounder? Because obviously you're getting a look at him, but you still have to have you know your cross-checkers take a look. National guys can come in sometimes. How many guys in the Mets organization came in and had eyes on him? What's that process for a first-rounder like this?
1: Yeah, you know, my uh, uh, my function uh, is to uh, keep an eye on these guys, uh, get a history on these guys, uh, get to know their makeup, you know, what makes them tick, and then, of course, as we get into the spring season, just keep alerting our cross-checkers that this guy is getting better with every outing, you know, they're, uh, he's doing the things that we need to to see and of course you know he was obviously on the radar going into the season i wouldn't say he was a legit first round guy uh there were a few hiccups in there and and i'm sure david would admit that you know being a big kid like that um sometimes the mechanics seem to get out of sync sometimes and uh that was kind of the question with him of course he had the injury in high school and all that but uh uh, as the season got to go i you know i felt uh, this kid by the end of the season he could very well be a first round guy and that's the way it turned out but um, you know we would just i would just keep updating our cross checkers on his progress uh, what i saw of course there were videos we were getting videos in at the time and i don't know i guess by the beginning of may uh, there were maybe a half a dozen reports on David um, in our organization. And it just seemed, and then the last month of May leading up to the draft, uh, after we've really narrowed it down and identified the guys that we were interested in, um, you know, I would be at almost every game that he was pitching. So uh, uh, just to confirm that everything was going well and that there was no injuries, anything like that. And, Everything just fell into place for David, and, and uh, by draft time, oh, I don't know, man. I, I you know, uh, There were probably a dozen uh, guys that had seen him by that point. I, I don't know for sure, but I know that there was a lot of guys that saw him, and, and he was on the short list, and uh, it just kind of fell into place. I thought there was a few teams ahead of us when we picked. Uh, I thought for sure he was going to be gone, but... Uh, there he was, staring us in the face, and and uh, credit to Mark Tremuda and Tommy Kanis. Uh, those guys obviously made the right pick.
0: Yeah, he goes out his first year after signing, uh, has you know, three nice starts with Brooklyn-New York Penn League. 2018 comes around, goes from low A to high A, has a nice combined season. Last year, double A. Uh, you know, the ERA, 4.19, isn't going to jump out at you, but struck out m- more than a batter printing, kept his walks low, big left-handed. It was pretty clear his, his uh, debut was nearing. When he got the call this year, just as his signing scout, what was that like for you?
1: Oh, nerve-wracking. <laughs> uh, you know, any time, uh, I guess you got a pitcher uh, that's being called to the big leagues, and especially the start, you're just keeping your fingers crossed and hoping that, that things will be uh, fine. And, you know, I, I was I was fairly comfortable, though, with Dave. Uh, you know, I knew that he was a confident kid. Uh, I knew he had a game plan, and it was just a matter of executing it. And he went out and did a heck of a job. And so far with four starts, he's, he's accomplished, uh, uh, I think, what he's set out to do. And, you know, it's a short uh, history, but uh, – You know, I feel confident that David's going to go out there and give it his best shot every time. You know, he's the type of guy that probably walks out there thinking he's going to throw a perfect game every game that he starts. And once he gives up a hit, now he's going to pitch a one-hitter, and that's what you love to see. But yeah, um, you know, I've had a couple guys come up there as hitters, and uh, you know, they probably weren't in the starting lineup, but I can remember you know them getting into the games and. Uh, hoping that you know they were going to put the bat on the ball but with I think pitching is a little bit different. Absolutely. because uh, you know, everybody is staring at those guys and, and uh, they're the number one uh, uh, person out there on the field at the moment. And David handled it well. I mean uh, so far so good.
0: Yeah, that first start, July 28th, against the Red Sox at Fenway Park, even though the Red Sox are struggling this year. That's still a pretty dangerous lineup when you look up and down. You see Rafael Devers and Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez and Andrew Benintendi and Alex Verdugo. I mean, those guys can bang. And he went out there five and two-thirds, gave up only two runs. Uh, was it was it nerve-wracking, the first inning watching for you? I've heard, you know, a lot of scouts have said it's almost like watching your own kid. It's, you know, it's you're, you're anxious. Oh, you bet.
1: I think, I think the first and I may be wrong on this, but I think the first hitter hit one off the wall, hit a, hit a double off the wall or something. Oh, he was thrown out at second base um, trying to stretch it into a double. That's what it was. Uh, I think it was J.D. Davis made a good throw and threw a guy out at second. So I know that was uh, comforting for David. I know he gave up a shot right there, but, uh, yeah, it was nerve-wracking, no doubt. I, my wife was sitting with me, and it was like, oh, man. I just, I got my fingers crossed, and I hope he does well. Just for himself, you know. It wasn't about, uh, it wasn't about me or the organization. I wanted to see him do well, and uh, he did.
0: Absolutely. Looking at, you know, all the guys you signed and brought into the Mets organization, you are on you know, a heck of a run, at least uh, the, the 2010s, you know, bringing in Michael Conforto, bringing in Brandon Nimmo, now bringing in David Peterson. Um, when you look and see that many guys that, you know, you've signed uh, as part of the organization, you know, scouts a lot of times live a thankless life, a lot of nights on the road, a lot of miles on the car. Um, but seeing the difference, I mean, just is, if it, it, how rewarding is that for you?
1: Oh, well. You know, that's what we do this for. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of it is just being in the right spot at the right time. It, it's it's about having uh, a scouting director and, and cross-checkers that are going to listen to what I have to say. Uh, ultimately, those guys make that decision. Um, and, you know, the, those first couple rounders every year, those are, those are team picks, you know. But I, I do take pride in and, and uh, you know, having seen these guys and just letting our guys know that, hey, this is a special player, um, I'm going to dig into his makeup and find out as much as I can, um, you know. And uh, uh, obviously, uh, you know, it, it, it makes me feel good that, that our guys are recognizing some of the work that that I do, and, and uh, we go out and get those guys. But, yeah, you know, I've – I've missed on some guys that I really liked and it was just basically because of where we picked and that's just kind of the nature of the business.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, Jim, we appreciate you uh, coming on and telling us a little bit about David and uh, your process for uh, for signing him, bringing him into the Mets organization and it's off to a great start to his career so far and we look forward to seeing what the future holds.
1: Well, I hope he uh, continues to do well. I'm sure he will. Um, I've got a... um, uh, you know, I've got a good feeling for him. And thanks, Kyle. I uh, appreciate the, the interview.
0: Absolutely. Anytime. Once again, that was Jim Reeves, the New York Mets Pacific Northwest Area Scout. Again, Jim's had a great run of signings. Brandon Nimmo, Michael Conforto, now David Peterson. We've seen Peterson come up, make his major league debut. And all in all, is off to a very, very promising start in his Mets career. We appreciate Jim coming on and uh, telling us just what he saw in David and how the process went of scouting and signing him and how he became a New York Met. Obviously, there's a lot of Mets fans very happy to have him, and uh, we think this is the start of a very, very long and successful career for the big left-hander. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go ahead and give us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever platform you're listening on. We'd love to hear from you. Once again, for Jim Reeves, I'm Kyle Glazer. Thanks for listening, and stay safe, everybody.